time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. I am the pod boss, TJ Bowser, and Jodomy, as always, is the fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D. What's up, Gorhans? The Dark Lord himself, Chad Christman. What's up, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> and, jo- you, <laughs> and joining us today is our special guest from the Comics and Kaiju's podcast, the Double Chin Kaijin himself. What's Cameron up, Miller? and Goos? What's up, fools and ghouls? Hey, can we, we ha- even call him the double chin kaijin anymore? Because uh, he's lost, uh, he's lost a good bit yeah, of weight right? there. Uh, once dubbed with the title, it stays. Yeah, no, you can't title. take it back. <laughs> I mean, I can. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Well, we got to do a of an episode for all of y'all today. But you know what time it is? It's time for your slice. Big John AD. What did yeah, you buddy. do? Oh man. Well. Yesterday, I uh, celebrated Father's Day. So happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Definitely. Um, gentlemen included. I also got a really late but awesome birthday gift from my sister. Oh, uh, yeah. You picking a wedgie there, buddy? Nope. I had to reach down for it. Oh, my God. It's so shiny. Oh, so this is an arcade topper. There you go. Oh, and uh, yeah. I want it's one of those. Sweet. I've been and looking it's at it. It's got all the move lists and stuff like that. Everything, at least for the MK2. So it makes sense. So that's awesome. So shout out to my sister for that. Thank you. Yeah, I've been I've been wanting to get one of those because I'm sick and tired of my son asking, how do you do this? How do you do that? It's like, okay, get one of those. <laughs> he won't have to ask. You can get the mega boards, dude, that has all three games too. Did you say they also have they also have like a replacement screen where it has all the moves around the outer edge of the screen too? Yes, that and also a replacement light marquee if you wanted a lighted marquee. Yeah, but that's I've looked at those and it looks like it'd be because you have to like wire it down into the power source. If I'm not mistaken, by a USB plug. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that one. Yeah, yeah. There are there are ones that you can wire into the board itself. It's oh, yeah. Fuck that. Anyways, (laughs) uh, no, man. Enjoyed some nice pool time and some uh, grill time yesterday. And of course, did the dad thing of like, you know, killing some grass. So that was nice. A few different ways. Um, <laughs> on it. Did you take a shit in the yard again? <laughs> Sometimes it happens, man. I just can't make it into the <laughs> You got to go. You got to go. Your shorts are wet. You don't want to slip on the floor. You're just like, oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Fucking great. Um, it was a sad it was a sad moment Saturday. Uh, Brody and I signed off on our final episode of Fatality, but not, you know, it could always Season come back. Season two is right around the corner. There's always new stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Like we, like hey, you I know, said, the I'm, next season should be an episode by episode breakdown of uh, the Mortal Kombat TV series. It, it could be. Um, that could be interesting. <laughs> stay <yeah>. tuned. <laughs> like I said in the podcast, dude, with Mortal Kombat, nothing truly dies in that universe. So, you know. No. People will always be coming back. And there's another animated movie coming out this year. Fuck yeah. We talked about that for a second, too. That yeah. I'm very excited about. 
Uh, other than that, I am waiting actually because this week is super Switch heavy, dude. Or at least for so we get Mario Golf on the twenty fifth. Also on the twenty fifth, you get Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. So I'm excited for that. And what the fuck else? Something else just dropped too. Or no, tomorrow. That's Sea of Thieves. That's not Switch. But mm. looking forward to that. Other than that, Cameron, we haven't heard from you in a minute, dude. How the fuck have you been, brother? Been pretty good. Been pretty good. Um, was on vacation last week up in uh, Cape Cod with the family. Nice. Um, still working on the weight. Uh, lost a total of 30 pounds. Um, looking good, brother. Looking good. Still, Hoorah. still got that double chin. I'm gonna keep rocking. <laughs> Not by that. much. Not by much, though. Uh, really excited to talk about this movie. Um, also, I will apologize in advance. We have a pretty severe storm about to blow through here. So if you hear like, oh, you guys too? <laughs> yeah, yep. it's happening right now outside. So yeah, so if you hear really loud rumbling you'll know what it is it's <laughs> not godzilla and twister quotes yeah <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's it's not godzilla attacking my house it's just mother nature trying to fuck with me mm. fair enough rodan flapping the wings that's right yep. Shit, look at that rodan baby look at that isn't oh, that sexy beautiful. it's beautiful i feel I like stuck in the moved. canal right What's up? It was. was, was oh yeah. All right. Penis <laughs> canal. Was it? Believe it. Right. I'm pretty sure. Uh, when the box came, I thought it was like I ordered two. It was just that big. Of a, <laughs> I could fit a fucking small toddler in that bastard. Um, I was like, "What the fuck is this? What I ordered?" Sure enough, I didn't expect it to be this big because I it opened one piece? it. Yeah, it's all just one static piece. Well, there's like a base, so I guess that's two pieces. Okay. Um, but yeah, when I got it, I opened it up. I'm like, I have nowhere to fucking put this bastard. <laughs> front and center, baby. Front and center. I was like, that's fuck. I, I was like, I just redo my entire desk, move my entire room. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, the joys of being a collector, right? Uh, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. It never gets any easier either. No, no, never does. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's only limited space, dude. There's always so much yeah. more stuff. It wouldn't have been an issue if it were like another Godzilla figure, but it's got this wicked big wingspan. I'm like, what the fuck? So I made, I, uh, I figured it out. Oh, man, you no think ice. that's a beast? Imagine, imagine if you got the Biolanti figure. Oh, fuck. If you they need a whole it, goddamn shelf just for that. Yeah, because it's only that's only 25 centimeter scale. If they made it in 30 centimeter, what the fuck? Or in gigantic scale? You lost me on that one, buddy. <laughs> nice, dude. Yeah. So what the fuck else you been up to, brother? Uh, not much. Uh, I actually got offered the assistant manager's position at the place I work, the valet driver. Um, at the hospital, um, I'm debating whether or not I want to take up on that because I don't want to take it and then have to leave for the military like a month later and be like, oh, see ya, bye. Um, but I mean, he was like $40,000 a year. I was like, I mean, just be honest, good. straight up front. Be like, yep. Yeah, this is where I'm at. It could happen today. It could happen, you know, a couple maybe of not today, maybe not tomorrow, but it's going right. to happen. It's going to happen. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. 
Nice, dude. Yeah. Some consideration there. Yeah. So pretty much same old shit. Nice. Chad Daddy, how you doing? I've been well, thank you. Uh, like everyone else, just celebrated Father's Day yesterday. And I told TJ a funny story about yesterday. Okay. Now, do you remember last week, our buddy Tim was supposed to meet TJ and myself at this one steakhouse. Correct. And Tim mistook it for the other one, went completely opposite direction. <laughs> so, we're at uh, his son's birthday party yesterday. And he's bringing in uh, pizza from Fox's Pizza. Fox's, there's a Fox's Pizza just up the road. <laughs> I said, Tim. Where'd you get that pizza, buddy? He said, Fox's. I said, which one? He said, just right here in the Bethlehem. I said, okay, just making sure you didn't accidentally go to Clarion again. Mm. <laughs> he just turns around, fuck you. <laughs> but I had to zing. And it was right in front of everyone, too. So it was great. Um, let's see. <laughs> Aside from that, you know, not much. Just kind of chilling, relaxing. Watched this movie over the weekend. I did finally get uh, Saturday my uh, 4K uh, Beastmaster came in the mail, nice. which I'm pretty excited. Oh. To, pretty excited to be watching that. Uh, hopefully, maybe tomorrow or something sometime. I'd like to watch it this week with the wife. I think should really get a kick out of it. It's a pretty good movie. And uh, TJ on the uh, Prime Day deals right now, they have the Jaws 4K for ten bucks, but it is not the 45th anniversary limited edition with the actual with the extra book. It's literally just the movie. If you go to Target. If you go to Target, yeah, Target town, Target is fifteen. Yeah, it's fifteen bucks. Uh, you know what? I actually, I'd get that. right man. before this podcast started, I got an alert that there was a special deal on the Hitchcock 4K four pack of Vertigo, mm -hmm. Psycho, Birds in Rear Window. Thirty bucks. Did you get it? I'm on a wait list because the, it got full up. Ah, damn it! Yeah, that'd be a good set. So killer set. I I guess I'm old school because. Hell, I don't even collect Blu-ray. I still collect DVDs and VHS tapes. Um, yeah, you resorted backwards. Yeah, yeah you're, like an, backwards. you're like an old guy already. Yeah. <laughs> no, Brody, I'm not. No. Ew, Brody. I think I'll no. save my 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> is, so is 4K becoming like the next big thing? Is it worth it? Yeah, to, it's like, be the get a standard, uh, yeah. Okay. Chad? Yeah. Yes. Well, let's let Chad answer that question. <laughs> okay, so 4K is... It's going to be the next standard, like he said, but everything's going to 8K in the next... Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's still a couple years away from the really next being cycle. Mainstream. Yeah, but 8K is... It's already out there. It exists. It's just very expensive. And it's going to be hard very, for people very to... limited. It's going to be hard for people to justify 8K because I believe 4K is the limit of what the eye can recognize detail-wise. Right? Really? So... AK movies would be nice in theory, but te technically won't see the improvement uh, with the human eye. So not really. Like at that point, you might as well just like come in with rumble seats, dude. They're like attached to your TV. It's like, all right, this goes off at the movie and shit. <laughs> like a full 4D <laughs> so, ride for your apartment. So there's no real difference between 8K and 4K as far as the naked eye can tell. Uh, No. Hmm. Even though 4K is four times the amount of uh, information on the screen than a Blu-ray disc. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I'd like, I don't know if I want to keep doing DVDs or obviously Blu-rays are becoming more and more popular. Or, Let's get a, well, a really nice 4K player that can upscale and then you're mm -hmm. set. Sony makes a nice one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation 5 can't do 4K, can it? 
Is it the UBX yes. 700? Is oh, it does. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, it does. UB, UBPX 700. UBPX 700. Yeah. That's just an empty box. I can just throw that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I didn't do like. <laughs> How about you, anything. brother? I didn't do like anything this week. I will be releasing a new episode of Lights Camera Exploitation tomorrow. Got busy today. Most of it's edited, but I think that one more sort through and it will uh, have its final edit status. We did a review of Shaft from 1971, Ooh, I think. Very nice. Very yes. nice. Good movie. Who is the man? <laughs> Next week, uh, we will be dropping our review of the amusement park from the one and only George Romero. So I'm excited to review that. It's a forgotten gem, and I can't wait to talk about how awesome and how much uh, I love that film. You can't even call it was it's a it was a lost gem. Yeah, until recently. Yep. it literally just got released. True, yeah, which is, you can't even say forgotten. It was just it was lost forcibly. Like that's weird. Like you don't really hear a lot of lost films from like. The well, 70s. the people uh, gave George money, and then they were like, "Oh my God, what what the hell did you make us?" And yeah, wasn't like, it like a church or something? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, let's give like the director. <laughs> let's give the director of Night of the Living Dead to like fund our like church funded film. <laughs> what did you expect? Oh, I will have to say that the latest episode of Lights Camera Exploitation actually features a review of Bobby's Shaft as well. So uh, yeah, you'll have to. Yeah. Shout out to Bobby oh, and Moan. Wish you were here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you guys are talking about that Jason picture, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody's going to catch on one of these days. Well, anyway. <laughs> oh, fuck. So this week's film is 2016's The Void, directed by Stephen Kostansky and Jeremy Gillespie, written by Stephen Kostansky and Jeremy Gillespie. I am a big fan of their work and have watched several of their films, and I can't wait to talk about this one. Produced by Casey Walker and Jonathan Brothman, starring Aaron Poole as Daniel Carter, Kenneth Welsh as Dr. Richard Powell, Daniel Fathers as The Father slash Vincent, Kathleen Monroe as Allison Frazier, Ellen Wong as Kim, Mick Biscov as the son slash Simon, Grace Monroe as Maggie, Evan Stern, not Howard, as James, James <laughs> Millington as Ben, Art Hindle as Mitchell, Stephanie Bedding as Beverly, not Hills, Matt Kennedy as Cliff Robertson, music by Blitz Berlin, Joseph Murray, and Menelon. Okay, cinematography mm. by Sammy Inya. Yeah. Edited by Cam McLaughlin. Distributed by D Films, give the D. Released September 22nd, 2016. Runtime of 90 Miniozos. Budget. Chad didn't give me that information, but he grossed I couldn't find it, but it's, it's, it's crowdfunded, so it's kind of hard to keep track of stuff, stuff like that. Fair mm. enough. Grossed $149,365. We are purview to that information, though. Mm-hmm. Chad, hit the catchphrase. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Find this guy. I need a copy of code three and I need assist. 
They did killings and sacrifices. They made people change. Nothing else matters now. This isn't the end. Statistically, you're more likely to die in a hospital than anywhere else. Ooh, I like that trailer. Short and sweet. All right. Unlike Bobby, okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, sweet part, That's man. That man meat. <laughs> Fucking baloney. Oh man, Polonia Mone. Oh, that's his new name next week. Polonia Mone, like it, John. Oh man, yeah, body. Take it away. All right, let's do that plot rundown. It seemed that this was going to be another uneventful night when all of a sudden, Deputy Danny Carter notices a man drenched in blood crawling in the middle of the road. As Carter would take to the wounded victim to the nearest hospital. Run down, or I'm sorry, to the nearest hospital run by a stripped down overnight stri- uh, staff mm. and limited, <laughs> with limited resources. More and more cryptic cloaked disciples of an ancient cult encircle the place, preventing them from getting out. But inside this dangerous, ill lit maze, a palpable nightmare secretly resides, yearning to creep into the realm of the living before the graveyard shift ends. Now, the new gateway to the very bowels of a perpetual dark dimension awaits. Is there? <laughs> yes. Is there a penis? Who wrote that? In the black void of the cosmos. <laughs> Teach, <laughs> <Teacher>, you asshole. <laughs> penis. Uh, so, side note: if he puts it up having... the teleprompter, you'll read it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it happens. No, you can't. Go fuck yourself. Sir. Uh, we were talking about how the Rodan got caught in the penis canal. Well, we were talking about this before we went live. And I mentioned to the fellas how we just as people in general, no matter where we go, have to draw a dick on something. Hence, a couple years ago when we drew a dick on Mars. So... If you don't know what I'm talking about, go Google Dick on Google penis it. on it's Mars. Awesome. And yes, enjoy that. <laughs> Anyways, back to the void. Oh, that was great. Oh. <laughs> Cam, start us off, buddy. So the void. Um, it's one of it's another uh, cosmic horror. Love Karakian horror, um, which you don't see much of um because it's very hard to do it's very hard to get right um and i believe this film did very well at that um it doesn't make a lot of sense you have to watch it a couple times uh i only watched it once for this uh this episode it sort of makes sense but i like how a lot of things still remain you know uh unsolved they don't explain a lot so it leaves the rest to your mind to like what's the saying sometimes showing less is more fair Um, but at the same time you get a lot out of it the practical effects are fucking phenomenal um if there was one way i could describe this movie it's 
uh, sticky. <laughs> <laughs> it's moist. It's moist. You, sticky. You, you know, that is uh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I haven't seen practical effects in a movie like this since like the thing. This is what the this is what the thing prequel should have looked like. Yes, absolutely. I can already. It's, I can definitely agree with that. Instead, we got <laughs> CG crap fest. We still it, it was the movie. Pra- it was practical effects until the studio got involved. Yes, that's true. Even then, I don't. I, I feel don't, like we say that a lot, or that is said a lot. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. even even then, I don't think. If it were practical effects, it would have saved the movie. The plot was kind of, uh, in my opinion, at least. Fair. But All right. I I really enjoyed this movie. I really did. Nice. Was this your first uh, my, time watching it? Yes. Yeah. Because it, it was on my bucket list for a while. And then TJ was like, hey, yo, you want to watch this movie with us? I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. What was your uh, time to notice? What was hours? That? <laughs> what hours. Was your time? Four yeah, hours. Four ago? hours. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Classic. Classic. Yes. Thank you for coming to the rescue on that one, Cam. Yeah. And I, love I, how, uh, I love how he was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> no no hesitation. Yeah, no. Yeah, I finished it with like at like 558. And I was like, good timing. Perfect. So it's fresh. It is fresh. Yes. Nice. So Chad. Yes. This was my second. This this was my second viewing. It's it's a good Steph actually enjoyed it. She's like, it's good, but it's it doesn't make a lot of sense. And Cameron's right. You have to really watch it more than once to really get things. It did make a little more sense this time. I think if I watched it again, I'd get more and more out of it. I I enjoy it. It's really good. It's well written. My biggest problems was, and I this could be safe for the cinematography part, but I'll just say it now. I hated the lighting on this movie. Very strobe. Really? Yeah, like like the part where uh, the, the, the the flickering lights. I fucking hate flickering lights in a horror movie because that just kind of to me that's almost like they're trying to cover up like a practical effect, like like they're trying to deliberately not show something. Flickering lights, I absolutely despise. And it was too dimly lit in certain parts, too. And also, why is it every hospital and every horror movie when they go in on the night shift is always very, very dark? Well, okay. So that question, I feel like I can answer right off the back because this hospital is on its last leg and is literally shutting down. Okay. So they're but, not gonna- uh, but I'm using Halloween, too. Halloween two, there was. I can't explain that one per se. Maybe it's just it's night shift. They don't Both need all Halloween the lights twos. on. People are, people are sleeping that, and bud? stuff like that. Both Halloween twos. I'm mm. gonna say because it's nighttime, I, people I are sleeping. Rob just keep it dimly lit. Doesn't he attack people in a hospital in the second Halloween? Yeah, Rob it's the whole. It's a whole. I, yeah, isn't it like a I refuse sequence. to watch that one. Yeah. Also, but I enjoyed thing. the movie. I, I really enjoyed the movie. Like Cameron said, the special effects were fantastic, and it was almost all practical effects too. Which mm. is a sh- which is just shame. Like when you were talking about the lighting, I hate mm. in horror movies when they like do the all red thing. All mm. really, especially see, I would disagree because I love that shit. See, I I would have liked it if it were you know with like the cult members or anything. But when you're showing like the practical effects in like full glory, like. I want to oh, see all oh. of it. Have you ever Side watched uh, an Alfred Hitchcock film? And you're talking about lighting. 
I've only seen the birds. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay, watch watch, watch Vertigo. Side okay. note, real quick, since you mentioned like red lighting and think that made me, got me thinking. Did you see that EA is teasing resurrecting a franchise, but they're not saying what it is, and everybody's speculating it's going to be Dead don't... Space. Oh fuck you! No. Oh. It was. I <laughs> didn't think it was actually like. Oh. I thought they were refurbishing the the first three games and releasing it on. A That's what play. I heard. I heard we're going to get. A right. new generation remaster like they did with Halo. Right. Oh, that'd be awesome. So but we're going to be, yeah, yeah it's going to be the Isaac Clarke collection. And you're just but if they do something when, like that, that's usually just to test the waters to see how a new one would sell. Which I is mean, fair. And DS4, I'm, totally okay with that. I'm for yes. me now. I mean, I will throw money at you for days. I, I have stated multiple times that as my f- favorite video game franchise, uh, mm-hmm. next to Resident Evil. So, like, give me more Isaac Clarke, give me more Necromorphs. It's all open for here. When you ever play the the mobile one there's a mobile one dude it was a full legit game like this was before <laughs> like mobile games were bullshit like i think when smart first came out and they were like yo let's test the limits on these games so they would make full like necromorphs games. on the fucking iphone baby yeah so i had it on android but it's you don't play isaac clark but it's a total prequel game to dead space 2 and it explains a lot of things that go down in Dead Space 2. Mm-hmm. You even get a new weapon that you don't get in any other games that's like a buzzsaw for like a melee weapon and stuff. Like, well, shit. Yeah. Unfortunately, nice. you can't play it anymore because unless you like download something on PC, just because Emulator. that's probably the only way you can there's, do it. There's always ways. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm back to ta- this. I'm going to talk about go this ahead, movie. Buddy. Okay, so when it comes to cinema, I like films that challenge you. I think that this film does that and succeeds in that very, very well. I think in order to truly watch a film and enjoy a film, it has to challenge you. I I think that watching films that you're comfortable with, there's no point in. But anyway, uh, this film is... I'm very familiar with these filmmakers. They did a couple of other films that I'm a very big fan of, uh, The Editor and Psycho Gorman as of lately. And those films are an amalgamation of those individuals' fandom, very similar to Quentin Tarantino's filmmaking style. It's You can see that in everything that they do. It's a little bit of this, it's a little bit of that, and it's done a very, very unique way. And I love that because this film executes its effects its camera work, its lighting, and its story in such a fantastic and interesting way that it, it stands out, especially in modern horror and the way that the, the landscape is right now. When it comes to like the tone, the Lovecraftian tones hit all the high marks. There's gore galore. It's almost James Wan-ish at times with the way that it presents its gore. I uh, really enjoy how it's... the the, the Exterior shots of the Leviathan-esque thing is very Clive Barker, Hellraiser 2-ish in that entire realm. And then also with the production design, it's very Silent Hill Otherworld, especially with some of the monsters. Cameron can agree. The faces on these giant blob monster (laughs) things that slither around, that is so Silent Hill. Mm -hmm. And the walls closing in as on... On, you know what I mean? Like the guy running through the walls that aren't actually there. That's so Silent Hill. And, oh, yeah. And even there's influences of the thing there, Chad, with some of the creature design. It's, oh, right. 
insane. When, when you take all of that into into account, this this film is it's not anything specific. It's everything together. And right. it's an interpretive film. So I'm not I haven't said anything specific since I've since I've started this because this film is open-ended as fuck. You can watch this and enjoy it from any different angle because you can interpret it anyway. You can interpret it as this entire film is a metaphor for the fear of death and the end, the endless void after death. That's what the void is. That's what it symbolizes for you. This entire movie is just a fucking trip because it starts with a portal from the void. What is the void? It's whatever you want it to be. I like the... uh... Actually, you kind of saw in the trailer too. The the whole start was running through that doorway, and you saw, like you said, you saw the triangle right there, yep. and then that leads you through the entire. That movie. symbol is prevalent in the entire film, even oh, everywhere. The element, I really love how they use the element of the increasing number of triangle hooded figures that are surrounding yes. the hospital, and that they slowly increase their numbers and distance to the hospital as. Throughout the, the film progresses, progresses. Yeah. and that you, whenever we finally get this climax, they're in there, they're there, but they're really not doing much other than forcing our main characters to go a certain direction to further this story. And the story itself, I mean, who else didn't get Nightbreed vibes the moment the people cutting their faces off? Like, come on! Uh, Barry oh, Barker. Yeah. Again, very Clive Barker. It takes inspiration from everywhere. I There's really a lot of Clive Barker influences on this i got you know hellraiser nightbreed mm-hmm. lord of illusions mouth of madness yeah yeah I, yeah. I, yeah i could see the that. whole transformation thing um yeah i'm glad you guys enjoyed this this was actually my pick and i chose this because i watched this originally when i first joined up with you gentlemen and i was just like taking in all the horror i can and i was like the void what's this looks interesting and i liked it but i f- was left just like a little like flat just because of the way it ended and so i agree with cameron and chad that it took me two watches to fully get it at least everything is like explained through the ca- like the characters do have build up but it's all through like one or to two quick sentences here and there and then you kind of get like their full like overall of like okay that's who this person fully is and blah 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 because like i feel like the only issue i had with it is uh first is it just starts right off the bat like zero to a hundred like no problem and you're just I like oh like shit this uses mortal combat logic and you wouldn't have any issue with it if it was that it also there's also a little bit of an alien kind of inspiration in this whereas the survivor or survivors in this case are side characters. They're not the main character that you're supposed to be focusing on. I didn't think about that, but yes, you are correct. No, I, I, like you know what I mean, John, they just travel to the, the, the outworld at the end. And then there you go. No, no, no. (laughs) For some reason it was just because it was like, I guess after watching this next time, all it was was just because it just abruptly was just like staring. It was like I don't know. Like it was just like oh, oh okay. It, like it was like when so like you're chilling in the dark okay. and then like you're so like ask flicks you a the lights on. You're like what referencing what I said earlier, but isn't life abrupt? Yeah, it, no, it's not a, like a this terrible film plays complaint. on levels. I'm telling it's, you, like I said, it's not a terrible you know, complaint. Not, it was just 
more of a reason for me to put it on the list to watch it with you guys mm -hmm. because I wanted to give it a second go and obviously catch your opinions on it. Like I said, the second viewing, I feel like I understood everything way clearer. And it's I a deep film. It. It, it really is. Like there's a lot of shit going on like, and very fast. We're, we're, we're also missing one of the most obvious uh, inspirations for this movie. And it's actually even in my notes, uh, Prince of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Dude, the cult, Again, this the film this. is just everything like, in one. The yeah. outside shots of the hospital are amazing. Ca Cameron? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it reminds me. I don't know if you've seen this. Um, it's a music video called DYE. And it's basically the exact same thing as this movie where it's totally random. It's very Lovecraftian. It has basically the same ending where it's like, the person is in the other world or like this out world and it's a bleak ending. You know, there's no real happy ending to it. Fantasy. Just... Yeah. Yeah. That. Okay. Um, hmm. And they basically, these people just turn into monsters for no reason. There's no explanation to it. And you're like helpless. It's almost like Junji Ito's uh, storytelling where these people are just thrusted into something that they can't control. They can't fight it. And it's, an overall really depressing story because you know these people are fucked. I nice. sent a link to what he just referenced in the stream. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, restream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what, TJ, now that I think about what the ending reminds me of is uh, it's very similar to the ending of uh, Fulci's The Beyond. Yes. Again, very derivative of that. Thank you yeah. for catching that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, you're right. You're very right. I didn't think that. Yeah. You ever seen the Beyond, John? I have not. Oh, so, that is the yeah. master. Fortunately, I could not. Uh, unfortunately, I don't get that reference. But hmm, damn, sucks to be me. Uh, I'm telling you, man, we got we got to do the gate the uh, the gate gates of hell, hell trilogy at some point. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, I'll do you do your trilogy, and I'll do Argento's uh, animal trilogy, and we'll get her done. That'd be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then we should do the uh, Three Sisters trilogy as well. Uh, Suspiria, ooh. Inferno, and Mother of Tears. Ooh, ooh, I'd love to do Suspiria. <laughs> I love that movie. I see Such that is one I've always film. wanted to see, and I've never seen it. And then there is a technically a spinoff uh, that one of Argento's proteges did before Mother of Tears dropped, and it talks about one of the mothers before mm. Mother of Tears. So another, it's worth watching. Luigi Cosi directed that. I believe it's. Uh, the Black Cat Severn Films has a release. And it's not Lucio Fulci. Not the Fulci one. <laughs> I was just thinking, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Fucking A. So, boys, let's uh, get on with these things, Chad. Uh... Okay, again, this is going to be another example where there's not a whole lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, but I'll give you what I got. Obviously, I mentioned this before. The Void was a crowdfunded project. Uh, most of, actually, what they raised for the... Uh, Excuse me, what they raised went to uh, practical effects. Ah, well, yeah, good. Hardly anything in the film is CGI. All of the monsters, gore, etc. are real effects created by the team behind the movie. Again, like I said... <laughs> <laughs> like I said... Um, most of the most of what they raised went to the effects. Uh, the hospital used in the film was actually a former high school. Sir James Dunn Collegiate and Vocational School. And... Some in Ontario, Canada. 
Uh, the school had been closed for a while and was demolished not long after the filming was completed. So unfortunately, if you went to do a a tour, like tour of the yeah. filming locations, yeah, you wouldn't be able to find this place. Well, that would suck. That's a cool looking hop. Yeah. That'd be awesome for shots and shit like that, dude. Yeah, no shit. Uh, the writers of the film say were Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, who on the ill fate <laughs> at the mountains of madness. <laughs> when he made a comment about wanting to do maybe. Uh, Is Chad stroking out for you guys, too? Oh, crap. Katie's cutting in. Snip, fucking snip. Well, how do you do that, folks? It is all your DKB here. In a way that nobody had. This week, I am here to talk to you about The Void. Now, let me just start off by saying with The Void, this had no right to look as good as it does in the cinematography department. I mean, this film looks fucking fantastic, especially for a Indiegogo or Kickstarter film. I'm pretty sure it was one of those two. Um... It's just an independent film all around. I mean, it's, in some scenes, it feels like an A24 uh, film production, like, um, and I'm okay with that because I really like their content. Um, and just for instance, like, there are a few few uh, shots of, like, these long hallway golly forward, slow, very slow shots to reveal, like, these amazing actors and monsters, not to mention the actors in this film are fan-fucking-tastic. I mean, yeah, they, they really... They really sell their roles and, and they actually make you feel for their characters. So, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed that bit. What I really enjoyed the most about this fucking film is the practical effects. I mean, this is a horror fan's wet dream. Fuck me. Yeah. Basically, the thing mashed with Hellraiser, that's just me. That's what I've seen. Like, there's a couple of nods to Hellraiser, obviously, in this. Um I even see a little bit of Event Horizon in there too. So, but yeah, no, uh, the practical effects in this film, oh, fuck, the creature designs, oh, like exquisite. I mean, I can't even, I can't even speak it. Really, it's got me gobsmacked. But yeah, nah, this this film was really fucking cool, and I, and I liked how they kept it all practical effects. Some gnarly shit in this film. I mean, it is fucking brutal and sinister, and I, I love it. I love it. Controversial shit. Gets me hard. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. What? Well, well, so the other thing is, I um, I get a little bit lost in the story. You know, all like it, it's 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 all good until the third and final act when we actually get the reveal of the the triangle fucking door to the next world or whatever the void or whatever the fuck it is. But we're sort of left on a cliffhanger, and that really gives me the shits. <laughs> um, it's a cliffhanger that doesn't answer any questions. I mean, and from what I've heard, the fucking directors and writers, whoever, who made this aren't going to make a sequel. So it's kind of left up to your interpretation of what this all means. I mean, to me, it's just basically the end of the world. That's how I see it. But, oh, it's it's kind of like the Prince of Darkness, how he has to seal off the fucking door for him to stop Type thing. That's how that's how I see it. Basically, it's just that. Um, but yeah, maybe I'm just overlooking it. Maybe uh, overthinking it. Just looking into it too deep. It, it might be just even just this basic fucking story that I've completely gone over my head. Um, but yeah, so in saying that, I still think it's a great film. It's a great watch. Um, fantastic fucking independent film. But it, man, this is exquisite for an independent film. There it is. Um, 
Waiting for it. Bad horror films. But this week, um, I'm going to give it a Goremore score of a 3.7. Um, I would have given me a little bit more if that story just had been a bit, you know, made a little bit more sense to me. But that's just me. That's just me being picky. And, um, yeah. So, but anyway, love to hear what you guys have to say about it this week. Uh, until then, I shall catch you next week. I better fuck off and watch uh, one of the greatest, if not the best, supernatural horror film of all time. The Changeling. Changeling. Oh, <laughs> never die. So, <laughs> anyway. I shall catch you boys later. Enjoy your night. Peace. Yeah, buddy. You back, oh, Chad? Yeah. Shit in the bed here. It keeps going. It keeps going back, but it goes back and forth. It's ten and a five, and I can't fucking figure. I, it must be because of storms. How many notes you got left? Stupid storms. Okay, so uh, the movie's tagline: "There is this is worse." comes from director Stanley's 2007 short film Insanofenia. Never heard okay. of that. Might have to look uh, that up. Near the beginning, a patient is living dead. Yes. <laughs> What's up, Brody? Uh, near the beginning, a patient's watching Night of the Living Dead, which is directed by George Kenneth Welsh and Kathleen Monroe, both starred in Survival by George Romero. Yeah. That's coming up. Yeah, my internet's just shit. So, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, it's pretty soon. Uh, uh, yeah, when is that? Let me give you a look. I'll look. You go. He's looking at the schedule. Well, okay. Uh, this also contains obvious plot references to John Carpenter's 80s apocalyptic horror gem, Prince of Darkness. The similarities between the two films and the idea of characters under siege by a cult in a confined environment containing a supernatural to another world and a lead character sacrificing Ooh. himself by pushing the entity back through said portal. There you go. Uh -huh. August 9th, by the way. Yeah, see? Um, can we what? just pause nice. for a second and appreciate the yeah. effects on the, uh, that they used for the doctor in that scene? That was awesome. Oh, dude, he, with, like, the bone structure like, and everything? He looked oh, like Psycho Gorman before Psycho Gorman grew up. <laughs> he got muscles? Yeah. Before he hit the gym? No, he, yeah, he looked sick, dude. Like, the filmmakers say they intentionally... Yeah, he did. Uh, the filmmakers say they leave the Black Pyramid and much cult a mystery for viewers to use their own imaginations and create their own explanations or theories. Which, yeah. I could, um... <laughs> Sorry. Maybe like, uh, <laughs> I wish he said we when he went. <clears throat> Anyways. No, dude. It, and you know what? Maybe that's why I kind of had such like a weird issue watching it the first time was because it's supposed to be like open-ended interpreted. In, you know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I took it as he... He made the sacrifice because not only he, you know, he wanted to get him in there, but he wanted to actually go find his wife and stuff, and like at least be with her, regardless of where it was. Uh, Brody said he saw it as an end of the world thing. I don't know how you guys particularly saw it or not, but oh, 
We lost Chad Daddy too. Oh my god. Cam, it is just me and you, brother. What's up, buddy? Not so, much, man. Oh man. This is an awkward time, but it's not gonna yeah, be it is. we're gonna fucking fill this shit. <laughs> Anyways, oh boss oh, man there is he back. Is. So <laughs> we lost Chad Daddy in his notes. What the fuck? <laughs> We I come back Chad and Chad's just fucking gone. And yeah. I, fucking classic shit show stream, boys. So, Hell yeah. To answer Brody's question, yes, his wife did die because he fucking killed his wife, dude. He chopped her up in a fucking... He wasn't having that, like her being the weird like tentacle squid mom thing. And he was like, nope. <laughs> so that was that was that nice pan down the hallway where you see a shadow just chopping the shit out of it. And the blood splattering up against yep. the fucking glass pane and shit. Again, Chad, why I think the void is death. I, you, you were yeah. you were not here when I said it, but uh, I said it, it's not only that, but I feel like he chose. He knew it was open ended, but he chose because he wanted to be with his wife, regardless of the situation. Exactly. So, like, yeah, like he was gonna face the void with her at least. There you go. Even though he just killed the fuck out of her. But yeah, that's a metaphor for our lives, though, bro. Right? We're just it's deep. It's deep. <laughs> this film's deep. Not so as Chad, deep as Bobby can get, but yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> I gave him. <laughs> okay. So last he thing he said he'd give her five, but he wasn't telling her it was the back five. <laughs> oh. oh, there it is, Chad. What do you got left, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last thing I got, Gillespie and Kostansky managed to crowdfund the money they needed to build the practical creatures that appear as on-screen effects. Other assistants came from the team working on David Ayer's Suicide Squad, which was shooting in Toronto. Gillespie served as the assistant oh. art director and Kostansky as a special makeup effects artist on the film, which led to members of the special effects team on Suicide Squad to work on The Void. See, parts of that movie's Poop Town, and the overall story's Poop Town. I think that there's a good movie somewhere. There's a good version of that film somewhere. <laughs> uh, but maybe not in this realm or this universe or this dimension. But uh, that film has some really cool ideas. Will Smith? Yeah. You talked to it? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to the new one, actually. The <laughs> yeah. new one looks cool. Yes. Yes. Gun. Mr. Mr. James Gunn. Although, although they say John Cena's in it, but I just haven't seen him. Yeah, me either, right. man. He is coming back. Uh, he is coming back to a certain wrestling company because they're starting to feel the heat. Oh, really? Yeah, they got to boost up them ratings. Watch. Yep. So they're bringing back him and The Rock. So, P- so Peacock's not working out so well. Uh well, there's rumors that they're just going to sell the whole kip and caboodle here soon. Oh no, shit! Yeah, the Rock's going to buy it. The whole, well, no, the whole cock's going to buy it. Yeah. NBC's like waving the old fucking feathers around. Oh no, shit. Yep. Well, hell, hell. See, the batter, uh, they buy it and then AEW reigns supreme because everything has to be PG. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, any more notes, Chad? Or is that that's that's all I got, buddy? That's, that's, that's the whole kit and caboodle. Right. Oh, so, you know, if this was my first watch, I could probably have questions for days, but this is my second watch. Like I said, I feel like a lot of stuff I picked up on. If you want Prince of Darkness, this film this film's cool with you. You know what right. I'm saying? So, but there was one spot, and it's when 
the crazed dad come they when they first come in and he's talking about the occultist and it says the horns have been calling them for miles did you guys ever hear any horns yes yeah you did okay it's, i must uh, similar to the cthulhu horns which is why I not, yeah okay when was it just the outside shots Maybe when it turned I red, I believe when it turned red the first time, uh, it was whenever we first heard the horn that. Oh, okay. I thought, oh, I thought, so like when they came and got the pregnant girl and stuff like that, when it was that first. Okay. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Cause, Cause I was, the, I was expecting to hear it maybe beforehand and I rewound it just to check, but I think when he's in the parking lot, you hear it. Uh, Cause he's like, what the maybe, fuck was that? What's going when they, on? When they first show up. Yeah, yeah, because the officer reacts to the noise again. So, the opening of that portal was kind of like a like sounding the alarm, kind of like when the flash did the flashpoint. It kind of sounded the alarm for Dark Side, kind of thing. Can I say with the just the showing of that cult that was awesome with the uh, police lights with the red and blue? I don't know. I I fucking I know you said you didn't like red, Cameron, but that no, shot that, was fucking. He awesome. He says that, and then he'll go. I watched Suspiria, and it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that, that i liked that because it's not like it's hiding up hiding any of the like practical effects it, they're just guys in cloaks See, and i would agree with you with what the point you're trying to make but i think that this film was was colored properly so the red is not covering covering up anything bad it's there to emphasize the mood in that particular scene that's a hitchcockian thing that's just well, yeah, I it guess. always feels I, like it's it, always with the cultists too. So it always is kind of just like a bounce yeah. off the white. Maybe, maybe I'm just like a greedy fuck and I just want to see the, the entire effect in its full glory and like bright light. I don't know. You must have hated Mandy then if you hate red lights. And I have yet to see that movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, And did you guys notice the mom and the baby behind the kid before he threw the torch at the end? Yeah, I believe that was more metaphorical than anything. She yes. pops up a few times, doesn't she? Right. Was that like him mm-hmm. like was that him like forgiving himself, I guess, for that like That's how I read it. Happened, I'm assuming? Okay. She was there for all the important moments and like and could the dad see him because he was like tweaking out from the void? Like that was oh, no. like that was the kind of thing. Like I don't know if like he was actually uh didn't he chase after her at one point? Him? Yeah, they wrestled in like the cabin that wasn't the cabin. Mm-hmm. And that's when he burned him with the flare to like snap him out of it. Well, there you go. Um the gentlemen, do you have any questions? Chad? Cameron? I think Chad's uh, frozen for me. I'd ha- I'd I have him. to Oops, sorry. Chad, are you there? <laughs> He's in the other world. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah, in the other the world. Void. Yeah, he's on the void. Damn. Okay, so while we try to reconnect with Chad uh, with supernatural uh, fucking things, uh, yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> I don't have any questions. Uh, what format do you boys watch this on? It's on Shutter, right? No, surprisingly, yeah, I, it's not. I looked for it last night because I got the AMC thing and it was on there as part of it. I thought it was on Shutter but I thought it didn't that pop up last these night. boys all these boys films were on there. So it's on a lot of different like I watched it on Tubi myself. Amazon Prime. See when you ty- when you type it in it comes up. 
Yeah, but when I went to Shutter, it didn't pop up. But then Shutter search engine on its own app is kind of weird sometimes. True. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, anybody that has it knows exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. If anybody about. knows currently where you can stream the Void 2016, let us know. So there I is a Blu-ray you. release uh, from July 25th, 2017, and it looks like Screen Media dropped that, and it doesn't have any like behind the scenes or nothing. Anything. No, no yeah. munchies on it. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah, it, not, no. So this is on, I watched it on Tubi, but it's also on like Crackle. It's on a few other like random, like free stream and stuff. So yeah, if you want to watch it with ads, whatever, but then it's obviously on the big ones too, but I figured it was on shutter. I swear it was on there for the longest fucking time. Yeah. I, I could have sworn I saw it there at some I'm surprised point. stream factory hasn't picked this up yet. Cause they had the editor as well. Hmm. When was the editor was that after this 2018? Okay. Cameron, how'd you watch this bad boy? Uh, I watched it on Amazon Prime. 2014. It was uh, before this. Oh. Yeah. Well then. Amazon Prime, that's sweet. Was that was it 4K or was it just 1080? I watched I 1080. Just, I think it's just 1080. There's oh, no 4K. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even, yeah. I didn't even look. Yeah. It'd be amazing if there was. Uh, yeah. Sorry, let me pull back up my shoes. No notes here. Yeah, so the director of this movie did music on the editor. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Ast- Astron 6. So, douche of the movie. Oh, that's easy. The uh, doctor. Yeah. The doctor who actually brought hell to this whole town. <laughs> yeah. Because he just wants to see his fucking daughter. Yeah. Which his daughter was That's like pretty. the one of the coolest, like mongoloid, grossest looking fucking things at the same time. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with its hood, ha- like hoof hands. Again, that's like a Silent Hill 4 monster. Yeah. Dude, the head smash with that was just awesome. It was like a Gallagher watermelon skit. Just like, <laughs> that was gnarly. Right? Like, fucking it. Yeah, doctor all the way, dude. I mean, he's the one who causes all the bullshit. Fuck that guy. When when you mentioned Silent Hill, when they went down the staircase and they're like, there's another staircase. I was like, yeah, ooh, ooh, Silent Hill. <laughs> yes. I was like, they did a thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Fuck. The whole production design was just like, guys, watch See, the I, Silent Hill movies. I, I haven't seen the I've only seen the first Silent Hill movie. I've never saw that. I haven't mm. seen the second one. So Ooh, speaking of, did you hear about the uh, new Silent Hill movie that they're supposedly doing? No. Yeah. Same director. As the first two. Yeah. God help us. Yeah. Um, I don't How know. How long ago they, did the second one come out? Was that 2006? Mm. Give us an HD remake of uh, Silent Hill 2. I want to complete like remaster of the first game like how they did with resident evil yeah like two and three hell even the remake of the first game which looks beautiful Mm -hmm. um like imagine that on like unreal engine 4 now do you think they would stick with like the kind of like purposely shitty aiming or do you think they would try to correct it for today's age where it would just be like um i'm not sure uh, because I think it kind of works with like the shitty gaming because it's not like he's like a 
military trained dude. He's just like an right. He's just a dad. He's just he's a just dad. Like, <laughs> dad who has to fight fucking which monsters. which I like about in like the first three games because they're just normal people. They don't have any military experience. They don't have any combat <gasps> experience of any kind. And they just like the way they it's not like with like you're playing. You're not playing like as Link and you're slashing a sword like wicked fast. They're doing huge wide up swings and it feels very natural. So, right. Fuck. I would I would imagine they would keep that. But as far as I know, Konami doesn't seem to give a fucking shit. (laughs) No, no, they don't. And speaking of people who do give a fucking shit, and if you give a fucking shit about our network in this content, head on over to projectlouder.net and click on our merch tab. And we have a wonderful new design available on our merch store, and that is the Vinegar Strokes design. The link Mm -hmm. is now available in the comments section below if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or anywhere else you watch these live streams. And for those of you audio-only listeners, like I said, once again, head on over to projectlouder.net, your source for pop cultures, and so much more, and click on that merch tab and pick up some hot fucking swag. So, boys, yeah, moving boy. on. Favorite kill? Ooh. <sighs> This is a tough one. You know, I'm almost going to have to say the sheriff when he gets taken by the creature and then, like, he's starting to get absorbed. And then it ends with those, the, that kid and that dude fucking cutting his head off just to get the tentacles off of it. Like, that, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, that's my favorite kill, dude, hands down. Gentlemen. Um, I, I kind of want to say the same thing as you, but I do like the, the head crushing scene of the cult member. Mm. Like, that, like it was Sploosh. super simple, super fast, but it was fucking deliciously juicy. That shit was wet. Yes. That was wet and soupy. I was like, <laughs> damn, that was fucking awesome. It was like a fucking water balloon, dude. It was... All right. TJ. Yeah, I love the head crush scene. I love all the head crushes, but uh, I lo- this film. There's so much going on. I, I really like the okay. I like the visuals of when they're using the axes in tandem. Mm. I love that. I think that's really cool. So I'll use that for favorite kill. All right. So that leads us to best scene. The ending, whenever he fucking football tackles homeboy into the void. Tackles the doc. So it, it, the framing of that was just. Oh, there you go. Buy the vinegar stroke shirt. There you go. Fat coom. <laughs> um, oh, man. I feel like my favorite scene, it, it, it's tied because one is it's not a it's not a one scene. It's like a continuous scene, but it's when the doctor is explaining to um the ex-wife there when she's laying on the table after he first yes! transformed and he's just and he's just going through his Dude. monologue but he's just explaining of like why he did what he did and just bruh can we talk about the angle and that yes. higher shot from her fucking head down in that room and then oh. her at the same time while her never being able to look down on her body. Right. So just that uber, like intense close up, not even like direct on, but it's like 
from the mouth up a little bit. And yeah, and then it's just and him face, calmly, it's just, just him so- calmly with his back to her and just yeah. slightly shadow just so you can't see it it's right it's so but good. you see the shit going in the sink and you're like what what the fuck what is going on here and they go back to it so that's why i say it's not just necessarily it, like it is one scene but there's got a metamorphosis yeah and then my honorable mention is actually when they go get the shotgun for like best like action scene and shit because like that shit was awesome as fuck and I don't know. It was just his reaction when he shoots the one cultist, and he's like, "I'm keeping the fucking gun," and just runs away. <laughs> I like to think that one dude was hiding underneath the car. That's how he popped that one hooded so dude. Yeah, right. Whoop! Hello. It's possible. Yeah, because he was there pretty quick. And then the he did the old uh, fatality MK slice and dice to the hand. He did. He just yeah. Nope. Ah. Uh, can't so what do you guys have for your best scenes um like obviously the ending is great i I like all the uh shots of the cult members outside Mm -hmm. and like as they keep going back throughout the film like the realization living dead thing as well yeah the realization of like yo you're fucked kind of sets in um especially like like night of living dead you're right but (laughs) i'd probably have to go with (laughs) the uh uh, the creature ooh. just slamming his head through the spike and there's just a gaping oh, I was like that's we're in hell, hell. yeah <laughs> okay so that had me like some crazy like doom shit going on in my I bet head you that's dude. what like, Brody was referencing when he said uh, that was the event horizon scene Brody had to oh adds to be has to be yeah because like I mean, I could see it. Those look like those quick shots of L that you see so. in Revent Horizon. That that entire like hell scene reminds me a lot from Jacob's Ladder, where he's being like wheeled down the oh. hospital and all this crazy shit, like they just descending into madness. That's, dude, There's I haven't watched that. Slamming shit their heads against ever. the wall. It reminds me a lot of that. Oh man, yeah, dude. It's been like 15 years since I've watched that. Fucking oh, such a good movie. Fucking hey, dude. I'm gonna have to watch that now too. All these fucking Lovecraftian movies. Chad, do we have Chad? No Chad. Earth, Earth to Chad. I can hear him just fine. Can you guys? They can't hear you. I can't mm. see nor hear. Uh oh. Chad, refresh. And Brody Chad, says you were correct, sir. Uh. You win nothing. You win nothing. <laughs> you loser. Fucking hey. So uh, I'll pop Chad back in if you guys can't hear him still. Hey, there he is. Oh, there he is. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I get a 10 out of 10 on it over here. I'm green lining all the way. So I don't know what the fuck. But yeah, uh, my pick for bed when they're in the basement and everything, all the things just come to life and start chasing after them because you really get a good, yes. uh, a good, a good look, a good feel of the practical effects they uh, they on right there. Mm. Yep, absolutely. His, his creations. Opening scene. Yes. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Short, sweet, to the point, and kind of a what the fuck? Jumping right into it. Right. Shotgun blast. Yeah, Gasoline. Like, oh, fuck. Okay. Couple drags on the SIG. Light. Play. So uh, who is the most attractive human being? Oh, dude. It's fucking knives chow, dude. 
who also <laughs> was in. Chad. Who, who also, you, knew, you knew, you knew damn well that was going to be my pick. That's why, <laughs> that's why TJ was being silent. But I mean, dude, she's hot. So fuck it. Hell she was yeah. also in another movie that we have reviewed. Yeah, what Still was it? Your- Silent Night. Yeah, she was. She was the best <laughs> clerk, I believe. Fucking A. But that was earlier before this. And oh. uh best was that dick. this season? Or is that the that, last Christmas? That was this la- that was this past Christmas. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my pick for this past Christmas. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. And that was an awesome fucking Yeah, it yeah. was for a remake. That was not bad. Yeah. And better than the Black Christmas pretty- remake. I mean that wasn't bad, but it, it did not compare to the original. <laughs> the remake is anyway. still the remake is still better than the re remake. Hey, nothing's better well, than what Bob remake? Dark never, they classic. Never, they never did another remake after that. I don't know what you're talking about. They didn't re remake it. Oh, okay. hey, I don't know what you're talking about. Doesn't exist. Billy? Never heard. What's a lick? Okay, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> Billy was better left off screen. Oh, absolutely. Old jaundice. And not with jaundice. <laughs> Oh, fucking A, dude. Jaundice, Billy, and Christmas lights. The yellow really reflects off the multiple. Wouldn't be a Gore More episode if we didn't mention Billy Billy. Oh, man, right? Score. It was pretty good. Oh. A lot of deep bass poundings, and, uh, you know. Yeah, it was all right. I'm bad. I'm not going to pop it in the old uh, vinyl player anytime soon and be like, bro, fucking void score? Fucking slaps. I mean, it ain't no safari by goblin, but it slaps, you know. Correct. By the way, TJ, I'm slightly disappointed in you when you mentioned the uh, cast and you said Beverly, but you didn't mention Bev D. Ooh, the hottest of she's, the Gormor girls. She's no Bev D. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, it's very true. Best song, you know, there's really not a... Again, this is a moment we're popping in and saying, yo, this nope. song's slapping like a grandma. So, favorite character? Now this is hard. This is hard because there's we get a lot of character progression. So we get we spend a lot of time with these characters. And I just uh I wanna say the main dude, but that's too easy. It's you too know what? Easy. I know he I hate to say it, but my pick for favorite character is also the douche of the movie, the doctor, the bad guy, the villain. The villain. I thought he was uh he had like every villain, he had a great monologue. He was very uh he had an amazing monologue. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with Chad because if you guys remember, he had weird satanic sex orgies in the woods. Yeah, he did. And then it wasn't even hey, in the woods. It was in his that. house in the woods. Not just that. He had other, he doped people up and watched them do it. Can I just say <laughs> the amount of crazy prequel movies we could have to this movie? Just that, that's an X-Files episode, baby. That's like <laughs> But there, like, there's a lot of shit, dude. Like, you can go crazy. Okay, not only prequels, but I was sitting there watching it last night thinking, man, this would make a killer video game. Yeah. But then again, you guys are saying it's basically Silent, Silent Hill. Hill. So it's almost like they yeah. already made it. <laughs> we could, Silent Hill could have all well, those things we just mentioned, including the orgy in the woods. Yeah. And it completely makes sense and not have to explain itself. <laughs> Konami, get on it. <laughs> get Fair on enough. it. <laughs> Fucking Fair lazy enough. fucks. <laughs> Oh shit! No machines and shit. So, da, 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 da. favorite know. character was it scary? Oh, man, I don't know. Was it scary? 
No, oh, I didn't start showing the character. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to go with the kid with the uh, neck wound because I feel like he sold it really well, especially like in the scene where he was fighting with that older guy. And like you could just see the emotion in his eyes and stuff like that. Like, granted, you know, the- he really didn't have to do that a lot. No, but like, Ooh. I don't know. It was. Just the way he kind of acted with the other. I guess it would almost have to be a duo because it, it was him and the old man together. He was Silent Bob. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was Silent Bob. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go Jay and Silent Bob then for my favorite characters. Okay. Uh, yeah. So was it scary? Yeah. Fucking terrifying. If you Ooh. think about anything, mm-hmm. anything, any of the subject matter, I think about it. It's scary. Yeah. Like doing a cesarean section with having no idea what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> That's the reason being told because you're in scrubs, you have to do it. I personally found it very fascinating rather than scary. Like I was like, I want to see more of this shit. I want to know what the yeah. fuck happens. You know. Meanwhile, elsewhere, what else? Yeah. That night, like. <laughs> <laughs> right, like I said, dude. There's so much lore that you could get leading up to this night did the random orgies in the woods conjure these things did it help create these monsters that are now uh cultivating is that the word cultivating on the hospital which is the central focal point because it has a portal to the void in the basement so does this this cult creates these monsters all around this place and then whenever the bells rung they all start going home or they have it so like a bunch of women could get pregnant and then he could change the pregnancies into weird. Again, that's a that's a Lovecraft thing. If you've watched uh, the new Castle Freak movie, that's a plot element of that. Or if Cthulhu, Cthulhu uh, having cults that goes around and impregnates them with uh, old gods. So, yeah, hmm. this is a very that's, that is a uh, Lovecraft story element that they got there. All right. Yeah, lo- lots of tentacles coming out of vaginas and stuff. Mm, Yummy. Yeah. yeah, Cameron loves that. <laughs> said, That's a whole different podcast. Octopus <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. That's the sticky manga. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, does, does this it? hold up? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Fuck yeah. I mean, he's only five years old. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's hard not to hold up after five years. For modern horror cinema, this film's great. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I, so this question could almost be does it stand out today? In a world of Ari Aster's and Jordan Peele's, this film is fantastic. It stands out. <laughs> That's all I I'll love, say. You know, I, I, I get off a little bit every time you shit on Ari Aster, just a little bit. Like. <laughs> I just, by the way, I just, I just randomly the other day at work flashback. Back to Jordan Peele's The Thang. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the, the joke that almost that? got me canceled. Yes. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. That dude was pissed. He was. And, and not just only a dude, a middle-aged white guy got pissed and offended. Oh. Whatever, bro. Go troll somebody other's page because it didn't work here. We're still going. Uh, it was a while ago, too. It was a while ago. Uh, yeah. we it was the thing did. episode, right? It was the thing <laughs> episode. Like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. So, 
acting, good or bad? Yeah, I'm good. Fantastic. Actually. Delicious. Again, the doctor. really handed in in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was definitely the main. It almost felt like you could have had like Malcolm McDowell or somebody in that role. I don't know Wait, why. That wasn't Malcolm McDowell? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it could have been. Uh, that was Dr. Sartain from that fucking poopy H18 thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know our feelings on that, buddy. Uh, uh, fucking head smash all the way. Okay. Squish. Do you like the cinematography? I will start with the double chin kajin. I loved the cinematography. Um, unlike Chad, I think the atmosphere was beautiful, um, especially the other world stuff. Anytime they bounce the other world, I'm like, I just want to be there just to experience it. I don't know. I'm fucking weird. <laughs> it's very gray. Yeah. Okay. Um, context. Silent Hill is his favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> you may have noticed, but I may have a small Never situation Never with a small series called Silent Hill. <laughs> Say, so just reminded me of the hyperbolic time chamber. I'm just like, oh. I have never met a boy that reads Reddit <laughs> and then gets sweaty so quickly before when any Silent Hill news just gets teased a little bit. <laughs> it pings and he's just <laughs> like time mm-hmm. chamber. Uh, yeah, I knew you would get that, Chad. <laughs> so, Chad, you want to take cinematography or how your uh, your thoughts on it? Yeah, poop on how dark yeah, it is. It w- <laughs> That's. That was my biggest complaint was how dark and how the like I said, flickering lights. Fucking hate flickering lights. It was too dimly lit for a lot of the movie, but you know, it's kind of what they're going for, I guess. I don't know. I, I would have liked to see a little bit more well lit, but it is what it is. Yeah, it was good. Fair enough. <laughs> um, All right. Flickering scary lights. <gasps> you guys are I gonna give me a stroke, I swear. So okay. All the flickering lights didn't bother me, but I think it when it was doing that one uh, scene for uh, scene cut in, I guess, where it actually showed the triangle, and then it did that really like crazy like flashing of white. I'm not gonna lie, that shit. I was like, yo, like 30 seconds more of that, I would have went in a seizure mode. I feel yeah, like that was pretty fucking nuts. Um, I loved all the pan shots and everything, dude. Like, especially the opening scene going right through the door when you see the initial triangle, like. I don't think I noticed it on the first time through, or if I did, I didn't remember it enough. But that, and then to like the far shot there, any of the shots down the hallway, like when uh, they're pulling out when he's killing his wife. I enjoyed that shot. They didn't show him shopping up. It was just the shadow and the, you know, the illusion. Well, because sometimes off-screen stuff is more effective than on-screen stuff. It can stuff. be. Sometimes and less is more. Whenever it's in a, a very emotional, intense moment such as that, I think it was more effective to do exactly what they did. When it comes to cinematography with this film, and I'll just segue like a mall cop into this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, God damn it. <laughs> That was good. That was good. Okay, yeah. So Chad says about lighting. Now, this t- the tone of this movie matches the lighting of this movie. And whenever John mentioned the rundown... Uh, penis. 
The penis, yes. The penis being completely run down, just a barren wasteland of everything that was on it beforehand. Uh, the hospital, not the peni. Uh, yeah, the hospital. Okay, now, my fiance has told me that there there are parts of uh, hospitals that are shut down and left dark like this. So yeah. whenever they said that uh, part of this hospital was damaged due to prior experiments of said mad doctor going in the basement and going, oh, yeah let's do some crazy shit uh, yeah it's that kind of makes sense of why it's so dark now chad also does make a good point with the halloween 2 thing uh the only scene that i had a problem with coloring framing lighting would be the shot of homeboy sitting inside the police cruiser and they're like let's use the dome light to light him and i'm like oh is this your first movie <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck!" Are you talking about the first like interactive scene we get with him, like when he's waiting on the roadside? Okay. No, uh, whenever he's Wait. in the uh, the oh, when he, anytime like going to get the shotgun and shit too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's lit with the dome light, and it's just a very weird decision, and it doesn't look very good. Now, I do like how it is in the basement and in the other world scenes. I think it needs to be darker, but I think that the way that they should have done that visually is showing that the other world is a darker tone than the actual world that they're in. That way, you can differentiate the the things on the visual style. But with that also being said, you want to kind of blend and create a gray area that the other world is merging with our world because of that open portal. So, I think maybe having that dark tone it kind of matches as well. So I'm kind of torn on that. Uh, cinematography, I've said throughout this entire review that the framing, the lighting, the way that the camera work is done, the way that just the way the story is progressed and the editing of this film is just fantastic. So zero, zero gripes other than the choice to use a dome. And shaky dome cam in the very beginning. Exception. That one shot with the shaky cam was, was very jarring. I do like how they utilize shaky cam. But there was and- only like... And you talking about when they killed the first creature there? Uh, when the girl was running out of the, uh, when she the burst through the door at the very beginning. The, I mean, it was only a few oh, seconds. See, I didn't mind that. that that didn't bother me. I don't know. Now, did, did they do that on purpose to disorient that scene so it didn't make sense until later? I suppose they probably could. That could have been intentional. Now, in a film where camera work is thought about a lot and it's interpretive, similar to Abel Ferraro's work, where there's a purpose behind camera work and camera position, especially within the story, I think that this film utilized that technique as a way to disorient the viewer as so that it was hard to tell what was going on exactly as so they could reveal it later on in the story as a plot element. Hmm. Hot take. Mm-hmm. Right. Where are we? Are we still on cinematography? <laughs> Anybody else? No. I mean, I yeah, I don't think there really any. Nothing else can be said. I mean, I feel like we kind of hit, hit it all on the, uh, the whole throughout the whole episode. So okay, premise, premise boys. I if you like Prince of Darkness, if you like the Thang, if you like Hellraiser <laughs> two, this movie is all you, baby. Uh, fucking solid. I mean. It's an interpretive film. So like all these boys said, everybody in the comment section, you love this film, but everybody's going to interpret it a different way and you're going to question it. But again, good cinema makes you question it. So, Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I like the premise. I, I, yeah. I, I love cosmic I mean, horror. And you know what? We mentioned cosmic horror before and 
how sometimes, you know, it's kind of hard to get it right. You know, actually a movie that gets cosmic horror and gets it done extremely well is actually the very first Hellboy movie. Yes. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, monkeys with the obelisk. Fuck. No, you're right, though. Actually, Hellboy does have a lot of that. Old especially the, like it, especially it, the director's cut of it. You get a lot more of it. I'm trying to think if I've even... I don't even know if I've seen the director's cut. I bet I have it, though. <clears throat> Anyways. Yeah, other than that, man, premise is great. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking solid. So, Triple R, not the Roadhouse, Tim. Recycle, rewind, <laughs> remake. <laughs> Chad's going to die for a while. Uh, Cameron. <laughs> I, told him he's, I told him I'm going to give him shit about this for now. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Cameron, would you recycle, rewind, or remake this? Uh, rewind. I would keep watching this movie. Absolutely. I, I feel like you kind of have to rewatch this movie. Yeah. You get more from it. It's, yeah. it's the gift that you keeps will. on giving. Big Johnny. Oh, that's a rewind for days there, Bobby. Yeah. Bobby. Bobby. Poppy. Poppy. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Bobby. Good save. Good save. Poppy. Uh, Chad Daddy. I'll say rewind and uh, actually prequelize it. I want to see more of what happened Ooh, before. He uh, wants them orgies. I do. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I'm going to say. Rewind and refund. As in, give them more money to make fucking more more of this. Because, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I want the wood orgies, too. Yeah? Yeah. Again, that would be a great X-Files episode. Right? Them show, they have to investigate that fucking weird boarded-up house. Mm-hmm. Rating. I'm going to give it a solid four myself. Where the fuck's my calculator? Four? <laughs> four. From Big Johnny D. Interesting. Okay. Cameron? Uh, Yeah, four. I'd give it a four. Chad? Three and a half. I'm going to give it a four and a half. Just just because of the lighting, it takes an octave. Is it a four? That is a quarter. No, four, 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 five. Uh, hell yeah so that brings us to bump up next week we're doing a sequel yeah we are oh boy what's cabin next week? fever two cabin fever two can huh. we skip it and just do patient zero is patient <laughs> zero like no god damn that was the cabin. one before the remake right or did that come out at the same time as the remake? I think that's one with Samwise. Or is the Wait, guy one has like states? Which one has like where it's like set at a prom or something? What is that two or is that Cabin Fever is... two? Hello, Mary Lou. Oh, oh God, no! Don't do not oh, Jesus. invoke her. Do not invoke do not. her again. <laughs> Cabin Fever two, Spring Fever. It's yeah, Sean Astin's in it. In yeah, which one? Goonies boys in it. Is in uh, uh, Patient Zero. I think he is Patient Zero. Oh. Yeah, Can fucking Hobbits. Patient Zero. That's, oh, that's the third one. So we're just going to skip the second one and go right to three? 
No, let's I don't do really, the I don't even, I've never we, watched we, Cap and Fever 2. I Me haven't either. either. Even I more reason to watch it. Yeah, Spring Fever. Eli Roth. Like I said, that is on Peacock and YouTube and Voodoo, Amazon, all that good shmangs. Huh. wonder how well this is going to be. I guess we'll find out next week. The director also did 2011's The Innkeeper. Hmm. Yep, don't know that film. So good luck with next Me week, neither. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh... So as a friendly reminder that this podcast is part of Project Louder, which is your favorite podcasting network. You can head on over to projectlouder.net once again, and that's your source for pop culture and so much more. And you can find other great podcasts such as Ghoulies Unflushed, the TJ Bowser Power Hour, Big Bad Beetle Bros, Rabbit Hole, Wrestling Ruin, Lights, Camera, Exploitation, and check out the last episode of Fatality, a Mortal Kombat retrospective, only available on Project Louder and anywhere else you listen to. Well, not only available, I guess, available on Project Louder and anywhere else you listen to audio-only content, whether that be Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Audible. Yes. Till mm. next week, this is the pod boss, TJ Bowser, signing off. This is your Chad Daddy saying, see you next week, bitches. This is your Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D saying, see you later, Gorehounds. This is the Double Chin Gaijin signing out. <laughs> Bobby's Big Cock!